you have come to the place where you can learn to harness the power of intention, to create subconscious beliefs that serve you, and to gain insights that allow you to create a life personally and professionally that you desire. This is the place where you leverage your subconscious mind and design your destiny. Join me now, your host, Penny Chason. Hello there, I'm back and I came to share with you some very important information that can change your life should you choose to continue listening and entertain the possibilities of what this can do for you in your life. So obviously, <laughs> you're on watching my page, you know that I am a hypnotist. But long before I became a hypnotist, I noticed that a patient's attitude was everything when it came to their healing, no matter how big or small the surgery, no matter, you know, how sick they were, their attitude impacted how they healed their state of well-being. And I want to be very clear, I'm not saying it controlled it, but it was a major factor in how they dealt with their illness, therefore how easily their body was able to heal from their illness. Now, recently, if you follow my personal page, you know that back in November, I was diagnosed with COVID and I ended up with a severe case. And I used self-hypnosis specifically once I reached a point that I felt well enough that I was thinking and implemented it. And once I began using that, things very rapidly began to shift for me. But I want to give you a little bit of background about the power of the mind. You know, back in the 80s, I was a teenager. My mother would have migraines and would have issues. And back in those days, there were no migraine meds. You either sucked it up or you got given pain meds or placebo. And that was around the time when using placebo fell out of fashion, from my understanding, because I was not in healthcare at that time. But it was a popular belief at that time that placebo meant that if a placebo worked for someone, that what they were experiencing was in their head. And that's simply not true. If you enjoy reading or watching YouTube videos, you can look up Dr. Lisa Rankin. She is a medical doctor. You could look up Joe Dispenza. He's a chiropractor. He's done a lot of research into healing. There is uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton and Candace Pert, just to name a few. Those are just the ones that come right to my mind. In this process, they talk about how the mind can dictate or how the body responds to mental in healing. There are, Lisa Rankin lists a website, and it's not coming to me right off the top of my head. It's been a while since I've been there, but it is a website that keeps a record of unexplained medical healings, but they're not medical healings. We're talking people with stage four cancer who were given placebo when their tumors went away. And it comes from the belief. The belief activates the healing in the body. So no one can really explain placebo, but there's something that is important about placebo. 
when you go into a, anyone who is a person of authority, doctors, nurses, physical therapists, your pharmacist, the words they say to you, your mind is automatically more open to what they tell you. So the more confidence that you have in your doctor, the more belief you have in your doctor, the more preeminence that they have in the field of what they do directly impacts how you receive their positive words about how well you're going to do. Well, the same goes for what we call nocebo, where if they say something to you like, oh, it's going to be the most horrible surgery, you know, I don't have a lot to work with here, you're going to be in a lot of pain, either you can choose to reject that and say, you know what, I intend on coming through this, or you can accept that and anticipate that you're going to be crippled, you're going to have a lot of pain and all of these things going on. So what people say to you impacts you, but more so than that, what you say to yourself impacts you. And to really get in to the subconscious, to influence, you want to use some form of hypnosis, self-hypnosis, or guided visualization. Another good option for this is prayer. Because when people pray, they go into a focused state of attention. So not only are you getting that divine spiritual intervention, but you're also quieting your mind, you're focusing your mind on what it is that you want. So prayer, you get double action there with prayer when you're using that into your life. So how do you go about creating this in your life? Well, Anytime you go into a focused state of attention, you are in a more susceptible state. Your subconscious mind is acceptable. Your, your conscious mind isn't interfering and in thinking through everything that it is that you're doing. They took a group of people who were having orthopedic bone surgery. I want to say it was on their arm. It's been a long time since I read the study. But they had them visualize a couple of times a day using a guided visualization. They were listening to the audio, and the visualization had them imagine that the bone was mending. The control group, which means they didn't get to visualize the bone mending, they were just listening to music or something, it took them eight weeks for their bone to heal. The group that was visualizing the bone mending when they listened to the audio, well, theirs healed in six weeks. And that's not the only study that shows that visualization aids in healing. So basically what I did was I closed my eyes. Now I've practiced self-hypnosis a lot. If you've never practiced self-hypnosis, you can get downloads. There are apps that you can get on your phone. There are things you can listen to on YouTube. You can find hypnosis audios everywhere and learn to go into self-hypnosis. If you're like most people that I have worked with, either in group or one-to-one, then most likely you are someone that seeks out journaling opportunities, yoga, meditation, to create a sense of calm and peace in your life. What if I told you that there is a practice that not only allows you to introduce peace and the sense of calm in your life, but it does so by releasing negative beliefs, recognizing the truths about you, that you are lovable, that there's never been anything wrong with you, 
all while allowing you to create a deeper connection spiritually, then I'm sure you're going to want to get in on this. So I want you to head over to the website, pennychason.com forward slash release and get on the wait list now because the doors are opening soon on release, renew, realign. And when I went into the state of hypnosis, I would visualize myself seeing what I wanted as if it had already happened. I had myself taking tonics that were healing my lungs. I had a thermostat that was set to perfect oxygenation because that's what I was having was breathing difficulties, oxygen difficulties. I took a tonic that perfectly balanced my immune system. Now, this is all hypnotically. It's all imaginary. So I would go into my room and I would see that these things were happening, that I had perfect oxygenation, take the tonic for a perfectly balanced immune system, perfect lung healing. And then I would go into, imagine I was walking into what looked like an infrared sauna, you know, those nice cedar planks except it was blowing a cool mist and that cool mist was easy to breathe and it had healing vapors. Do I know what that was? No, this is all from my mind. And as I sat there with the healing vapors in this room, I imagined that different lights were blinking. Some people believe in light therapy. I just, in my mind, said, okay, healing lights. And I sat in that little place in my self-hypnosis in my mind And with every breath I took, and believe me, it was very difficult to take those breaths four days into that hospitalization. Because if I took a deep breath, I would get into a coughing fit that was quite painful. And I would sit there, and with each breath, I would say, I'm grateful for each deep, relaxing breath. I'm grateful for each deep, healing breath. And I did that over and over. The night that I started doing that, I think I spent four hours. I mean, you're laying in a hospital bed in a hospital room. There's not a whole lot else to do unless you're watching TV. And I was too sick to care about TV. That was the first time I was feeling well enough to not just sleep. So I probably spent about four hours in and out of that state of self-hypnosis doing that visualization for myself. That night, they were able to take me from 40 liters of high-pressure oxygen to 26 the next day. And I spent a day or so there. I continued doing this. My cough was improving. And then they were very quickly able to take me from that 26 liters to a regular non-high-pressure oxygen. It was still high flow. But I used that visualization to continue to improve my breathing. If I got into a coughing fit, before I would call for cough medicine, the first thing I would do is put myself back in that imaginary sauna, cool mist sauna, in my mind, and I would have myself focus on deep, easy, relaxing breaths. Deep, easy, relaxing breaths. And most of the time, if I got into a little coughing jag, I could overcome it so that we could keep my cough medicine on a schedule. They were giving me narcotic-based cough medicine, so they weren't wanting to give it to me all the time, so I was attempting to manage in between the best that I could. And each day, things just got better and better. Now, one of the things that really annoyed me, there are three great physicians managing patients on that floor, but two of the three 
would walk into the room and they would check on me. And then before they left the room, they'd say, you know, six months from now, your x-ray is going to look just as crappy as it does right now. Well, knowing what I know about the mind, I chose to reject that. I would listen to what they had to say with an air of Cartesian skepticism. Yes, I will listen to your information. I will evaluate it and I'll decide whether or not to believe it. I was told it would be 8 to 12 weeks after I got out of the hospital before I was feeling normal. It has only been, I was discharged on the 5th of December. It's only been a month that I've been full-time back in my business last week and this week, and I feel great. I still have to build up some stamina. I lost muscle mass, but I feel great. I have healed and it's because not only did I do what the doctors told me to do, I, I, I took the medications, I took the breathing treatments, but I also used some alternative methods that didn't interfere with the medication that I was taking, and I worked on my mental. So if you're ever looking at needing to have a surgery, dental work, you have an infection, any of those things, remember to focus your attention in your mind on what it is that you want and see it as if it's already happened. Your mental, this is just as important in your healing. It's probably even more than the physical. Until next time, bye. Thanks for tuning in today. I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review about how this episode has helped you to improve your life. When you leave a positive review, it helps us to reach even more people, helping them to change their lives. And that positive energy and vibration of sharing comes back to you as we spread the message of how you can use the power of intention, creating stronger subconscious beliefs in raising our vibration to create the life that we desire the one that we're here to truly live so that we can fulfill our purpose in life. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.